0: Like my cat's Instagram page?
1: I think she does have one, but I think my fiancé did it one time, and then went, this is fucking stupid, (laughs) and never did it again. That's banned. You can't be
0: doing that shit. Everyone, okay, so this is how girls operate on the internet. I can confirm I know a few girls, but every single girl, (laughs) they'll make a cat's Instagram page, and they'll use that page to just stock all the people that they've blocked and keep up with the joneses so they can talk shit
2: confirmed confirmed
0: that's what they got the the, the cat pages for cuz you'll see them active sometimes be like what are you doing the cat page doing i feel
2: bad cuz like what one of my doing? one actually a few of my friends awesome.
0: have those and
2: i'm like <sighs> yeah and it's like they don't like okay so there's a difference between like Having a cat page where it's like, okay, here's my cat. Look at them doing normal, cute things. Mm-hmm. Here's me observing my cat. So if the cat page is from a third person perspective, that's completely fine. But then there's the what is it? What is yeah. it? The Biden? The Biden? When it's uh, a first person perspective, where it, like they, they oh, talk about uh, dog, yeah. like Heckin Barkerino, fucking bullshit. Oh uh, yeah. And if you're like, if you're if you're operating a an animal page from the perspective of the animal, it's like you need mental
0: help. I don't care what kind of It's Facebook, a furry. You know, Minions mom group. That's grew what in. that's what furries do in their free time. <laughs> Literally a furry. In all honesty, I'm kind of a
3: sucker for that stuff. I think it's cute.
1: Davi's da- oh, going to no, be
3: the... He's like, Davi- you know
2: what? I'm going to
1: say this.
0: Davi <laughs> is a confirmed... <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm going to say it. I don't care you broke your arm. Davi
0: is a confirmed furry. You all uh, heard it first. No, he's not a furry. Come on.
1: Okay, no. so... No, I'm miserable and enjoy nothing. What's so. the uh, materialist
0: uh, perspective on furries? Okay, go.
1: Uh, I've actually had this take before. I think being a furry is inherently classist. You're othering. You're othering yourself
2: in a form of elevated position.
1: I hear from furries that that's not actually the case, and that like. Having the fur suit is not actually a big deal. But well, ever since I stand ever, by my actually, claim. I kind
3: of like the idea of connecting to, of connecting furries to Marx. I'm March. a furry reactionary. I was thinking you, you kind of connect <laughs> furries to Marxian um, alienation.
2: Ever yeah, um, ever since I saw uh, a furry with a Confederate flag and a MAGA hat in 2015, I'm like, okay, they're all. I, I'm that's exactly crack. what they are,
0: and that that <laughs> one furry. Literally does speak I'm for the rest of I'm declaring
1: protracted people <laughs> war against that specific. <laughs> In every other case on Earth, this is not the case. In this single particular case,
3: there's like there's a very wide variety of strange, of strange people Sound you can encounter. Law.
0: Okay, what about bronies? Can bronies be? Um, can bronies, bronies be wall? left?
2: Bronies
3: are weird. I'm certainly not like... comfortable with them.
2: Bronies are weird because it's like. I kept hearing, like, when I first heard about that phenomena, I'm like, okay, I have to, like, I have to watch the show. And I watched, like, three episodes, and I'm like, this is, like, funny in, oh, like, no. an Adventure Time type of way, but I'm like, why are there 30-year-old hairy men obsessed with this fucking show? Like, it's, like, the second coming of Christ. Like, I don't get it. Like, I would put it on par with Adventure Time, like, in its yeah, funniness. No. But It's, like,
1: you shouldn't be that... In something that's aimed towards little girls with it well and that's and that's the thing like i think it's okay to enjoy or to come away with some enjoyment from media not aimed at your your particular yeah. demographic necessarily but to make it your personality is where like i draw the fucking line take yeah, a shower like use deodorant up of
3: like, i
2: mean you should do that like like young uh, millennial like men in their early 30s who are like eh. and i work with a brony and he's like he's a nice dude but i'm like oh no
3: I'm like I'm super reluctant to impugn anyone, but
0: but you really had to do like a uh, like a, um, a psychoanalysis of like what might materially um, produce a, a brony to exist within uh, American capitalist society, you know? Like what came to be to allow the bronies to exist?
3: Honestly, there's probably some like some some sociologist or psychologist is gonna do like. A massive research project on it.
2: Well, I feel they like if you like looking at, like, on, the <clears throat> they, they should honestly. It's kind of like a, uh, it's like a synthas, it's like a synthesisation of like, the toyeticness of what we like anyway. I mean, D and D and like Star Wars and Marvel and Lord of the Rings. It's like, I don't know, isn't it just like kind of the next logical step? It's like the, it's like the attempt of kawaii in American culture. That's what I think. Uh, <laughs>
1: crony culture really is i think i think there was something to be said when david made made the remark about uh the relationship to marx's alienated worker honestly mm-hmm. um i think these are oftentimes and and incredibly uh uh oftentimes uh socially awkward and reclusive uh individuals uh to, Compare it again to like kawaii culture and Japanese culture, these uh hikiko moried kinds of people, these fucking neats, uh, <clears throat> who get uh, a semblance of uh, uh uh camaraderie that they create uh out of this due to the uh subject matter, particularly relying around communal
0: bonds, right? I like to think of these people of as. As like a dormant school shooter, you know that's that. <laughs> that's true, Sean. I think that's that's more, their profile.
2: We're trying to give him the benefit of the doubt, and and
0: come on. oh, that is the benefit of the doubt, though. But think about it: the alienated the alienated worker to the furthest extent in twenty first uh, century American uh, society is going to be the brony. It is going to be the guy, you know fantasizing about strawberry shortcake it is going to be the guy that's on you know uh, a terrorist watch list for ordering weird things yeah. from Lowe's. um it all fits the same mold like some the, the the first few guys on reddit for instance the the prototype redditors those guys who found reddit the redditors reddit <laughs> er yeah the original redditors so the original redditors those guys are essentially the um, the first to be infected, <laughs> and ever since we've just had waves of redditors, um, and, and people who come out of Reddit that are now the uh, the mainstream discourse for uh, school shooters.
3: I have a terrible habit of trying to reason with people on Reddit.
1: That was your first mistake. Actually, your your first mistake your first mistake was going to Reddit, but. <laughs>
3: I keep trying to, uh, I don't know, like arguing with people on the internet. Is something I need to just stop
2: doing. Well, just make a fake Twitter. It's, it's like that's like so cathartic. <laughs> I mean, fake fake Twitter. It's like whatever you throw it away. You you make fun of Andy Ngo and you make fun of Mike Serdevich and then you, you just kind of. That's,
1: not, <laughs> I
3: mean. As I think you know, as a guy, there's, there's too many fake true. sweaters out there. As a guy that's going, as a guy's got to be a look.
1: Yeah, start God. doing it on your
3: real as Twitter. A, as guy guy's gonna be a, as a guy's gonna be a lawyer soonish. Mike Cernovich is bothersome. <laughs> nice. As a person that's a human being who exists in the same world as him, Andy Noah is bothersome.
2: Yeah, a- Andy Noah is the uh, the equivalent of um, <clears throat> what is it? It's like. Pussy maliciousness. I don't. Maybe that's not like a PC term,
1: but that's what he is.
2: That's pussy. Pussy
1: malicious is it? Wasn't uh, that a wasn't that a Bond girl?
0: I think coward. uh, As as a podcast, we got to have our own uh, dedicated Twitter page where we do a countdown of days until Joe Rogan gets me too.
2: I wouldn't doubt it.
1: Oh my Actually, God! I don't it's, think it's, he's going to. It's only to. a matter of time. Let me tell you I, why.
0: I I, let me tell you why I don't.
3: Let me tell you why I don't think he will. Hmm. Okay. Okay. He would have by now.
0: Yeah. You think so? I I that's true. Yeah. I think it's possible. Yeah,
1: I. Un- unless it's something that he has that's yet true. to do, I think I think Davi's right. Or unless you know, like he just fucking put in this way. This guy hangs out with
0: casino moguls. Constantly. That's where he started, right? I mean, I don't... He started f- hanging out with these sickos where, you know, you've got very rich and powerful people that come to dump some money that is untaxed, i.e. Vegas, okay? You start with that, he already knows a whole bunch of sickos from Fear Factor, so this guy's already sick and twisted. Yeah. And then, he gets a little famous, right? You know he did something fucking disgusting before he got real famous again. Um, so he's got this stupid podcast, right? Not so famous. Then out of nowhere, he's got Elon Musk, a robot, mind you, smoking weed live, and everybody's talking about it. And from there, it just tips off. And um, you know, anyone that might have had an allegation on him is uh, afraid to be the one to take down Joe Rogan in the height of his popularity. And so I think it's just a matter of time before someone who we all know as a sick and twisted fuck uh, is me too. Because well, you I know he's guilty. Of I don't something. know. This thing. I mean, do we know that?
2: Go ahead.
3: I mean, do we really know that he's malicious? Well, that's what I was gonna add. Because I think add. he's I just like, not like super bright. he has gotta
0: be. I I. I no, he's I, I stupid. To,
2: I listen to Joe he, Rogan just to like know what they're talking about, and yes, the last year and a half episodes have been the exact same episode over and over again. Like, they're it's so bad. <laughs> yeah. um,
0: so you're telling me? It, no, it's
2: literally here. Here's gone. every. We'll go back to Adavi's point in a second, but like every episode of the in the last year, year and a half of Joe Rogan is him complaining about wokeness, saying something about mm-hmm. how great comedy used to be. How wokeness has ruined it, yeah. And then all we have to do is love each other, and then that's and then we got it all figured out. And it's every it's every single episode. I, I I'm like I can't even differentiate episode anymore. And it, all his guests have been terrible lately too. Like he's he's not having on any thought provoking people anymore. And maybe that's reason. No. But anyway, the thing about Joe Rogan is that like he doesn't come. He's he, I don't think he's like a malicious person, and and he, and he doesn't come off like a sex pest. In a way, he comes off like just kind of a, a, a bro, but it's like he, even when he talks yeah. about women, it doesn't. Yeah, it's but not like in that. Think type about
0: of way. think about the demographic of bro that he is. Like these are the original. Like I'm 52 and I'm in a 21 year old's DMs. Oh, this one happens to be 17. I think we're waiting on mm-hmm. that. Maybe I mean, yeah, you know what I'm saying, but I don't know. I, I... because you got to think about who's watching him guys that would do that i mean yeah i mean that's but a good he, point. And the
2: thing is he's had guests, he's had guests that, like, have done that
0: type of shit but him himself i don't know so he is the god emperor of slipping a mickey is I what i'm trying to say here maybe but yeah
1: <laughs> i had i had a i still feel like that's probably chris angel like he's got mm, the sleight right, of hand skill right, too, yeah you know
0: a couple of weeks ago,
1: we're talking God emperors. A status. couple of weeks ago, they can I was ruin base um, nectar. They I can was
2: ruin
0: criticizing. Meat. I'm kidding. <laughs> I was criticizing these like stand up comedians that are really just you know going hard into the cancel culture discourse um, and just basically saying like, oh, you can't say anything because I've been seeing it everywhere. Yeah, it's a, it's a game. Um, yeah, it really is. But I, I, I tweeted about it. Yeah. I tweeted about it and I said comedians whining about getting canceled for comedy, yet I've gone my entire millennial existence saying more outlandish jokes that don't persecute marginalized groups with impunity. Turns out these rich fucking losers just aren't funny and can't make jokes without involving a stereotype of a black person or a gay man. You'd think these comedians would be self-aware, but are instead the pervy boomer uncle adding your Facebook (laughs) friends. (laughs) <laughs> and that's the imagery that I I Oof. basically get when I see someone like Joe Rogan or if I see somebody like what's his fucking name? Um the hot pocket oh, guy. The hot you pocket know guy. Jim Gaffigan? Yeah. When I think of early 2000s like Gen X comedian, I think of like the guy who's like asking, you know, girls at the bar if they're horny. You know what I'm saying? It's like creeps. Like uncle creeps that are just getting too old to be Saying weird shit to like college girls now, but still continue to do it. Yeah,
1: yeah, like like who's the who's the fucking dude with the ponytail and the fingerless gloves?
2: <clears throat> a very sketchy person. Oh, Andrew Dice no, Clay. He never had a ponytail.
1: No, 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 no. <laughs> him too, yeah. him too for yeah. sure. Like I figured that went without saying. <laughs> like that was his brand, so it's really hard to.
0: <laughs> but yeah, a lot of these a lot of these comedians are just either boomers or like Gen Xers. And they're that creepy guy. And now they're like, well, I why can't I say anything? I'm a comedian. I'm supposed to be saying whatever I want. And that was like the liberal uh, archetypal comedian of the early 2000s and late 90s when these guys peaked. Oh, even
1: before that. I mean, you've got like Bill Hicks. Yeah. You've got like uh, – uh, but the, the, the difference there I think is it's um, more about speaking yeah. truth to power, right? Like comedy is all, almost always at its best when it's speaking truth to power.
0: Yeah, but at this point, it's really just, uh, you know, washed-up chuds. And and a lot of them are getting, like, in trouble for being Cretes, like that Chris talking to fucking Yep, Chris
1: I mean, there was uh, Louis C.K. Yeah, before him. Yeah, like,
0: I don't care. Like, I know a lot of comedians are like, oh, you know, Louis C.K. did nothing wrong. But, like, I don't care if it's a bit or not. You don't pull out your wiener and just start jacking off. <laughs> you know? no. Because no. what if I said that, like, I'm a Canadian, I've got a Rust Belt Ra- Radicals um, <coughs> podcast, and I'm just going to pull out my wiener here at work and just start jacking off. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I talk about jacking off all the time, so it's just part yeah. of my bit. It's just
0: part of my bit. I don't it's think just normal, bit, normal people can get away with that, and I don't think anyone gets a pass no. for that either.
3: See, a lot of people don't know this, but in the real world, it's just a prank, bro. is isn't
0: a defense, it's yeah, like a it's defense, Yeah, it's a prank, bro. Yeah. And that's such a chud thing, like, when you hear, it's just a prank, bro. You know, that's, like, some bald dude that's, like, 50, and, like, he's, like, pretending to take upskirt sh- photos of your girlfriend as you're waiting for Yeah, well, if her, you have to ex- tell um, say that a it's a dog.
1: joke every time. Honestly, it just sounds like we're like reliving my funny weekend. Funny
2: people are funny. That's all you got to know. And yeah. if you have to explain that it's a joke every time, it's like, dude, then you're not funny.
3: If you have to explain the joke, it's either not a joke if or you're bad at telling If you can't read joke. the
1: room, yeah. If you can't read the fucking room exactly. on a joke, you shouldn't be telling jokes. I Um,
0: I think it's funny how there is a an immediate pipeline between like failed comedians and like right wing YouTubers. Oh yeah,
1: one hundred percent. That's true. Oh God, yeah. Ben Shapiro was gonna be a scriptwriter.
0: Is that why he's got his little movie thing hmm? and he's trying to play? He's oh, trying to yeah. play racist Hollywood.
3: <laughs> I mean, yeah. there's, there's generally a nexus between people who fail at a lot of things they try to do and the far right.
0: Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, they are rich yeah. fail sons.
3: Like, I think we've all had the experience of being cornered by a boomer at some family event, who's like, "Did I ever tell you how affirmative action is why well, I'm not a doctor?"
0: <laughs> yeah. Yep. God. There is really like a weird like um, pattern of stigmatization. In that era, like not to like get too far into like generational politics, but like the the baby boomer generation going into like the middle of the Gen X generation. They're really good at like making people who are just like not normal white guys in, you know, flip flops and khaki shorts feel like an other. You know what I'm saying? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Like those are the guys that were calling
0: everything gay in the early 2000s and like the 90s. Yep. You know, those are the guys that popular uh, popularized the F slur. <laughs> you know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, yeah. Or like, you know, every uh, <laughs> sex comedy director. Mm-hmm.
2: Speaking of <clears throat> big fails, uh, you see that Marjorie Taylor Greene is getting well. Yeah, her comeuppance for calling vaccine passports like the Holocaust.
0: Oh, is she? I mean, even like, even happened?
2: Ben Shapiro said that's a stupid comparison. Enlighten me, be. darling. <clears throat> and when you've lost a sick of family uh, account, Yeah, didn't
0: she say it was like the... I, I'd like to know how she makes that comparison. Yeah, she didn't she tweet like, it's the Mark of the Beast or some shit?
2: Yeah, you have to understand that, like, MGT is, um... Or MTG is the, um... She is, like, the Gen X... Yeah, she's yeah, a Gen yeah, Xer. Yep. Um, she is the Gen X, um kind of, like, it's it's through their perception of, like, being everything to them is basically being inconvenienced at TGI Fridays. Yeah, so yep, that's you're right. That, <laughs>
0: that is a direct um, correlation there. I'm not even joking, because <laughs> is, that's exactly... their comparison. That's exactly, like, the... Um, I guess you could say the standard. Um, if you were to look at, like, everyone in that generation that grew up, you know, with the, that material background um that is the status quo and anyone who isn't just like flipping out over their their hamburger being a little bit um you know overcooked
2: yeah <clears throat> like you not getting you not getting uh no onions on your burger is not the Holocaust. yeah yep. okay so uh
1: my fiance actually just had an incident uh with somebody, it, with that exact, it, basically that exact line of uh, of speech, too, uh, comparing something to the Holocaust. Uh, and she was like, hey, uh, what yeah. the actual fuck? <laughs> so- and the lady was like, I'm oh, sorry, I just say stuff like that sometimes. When people are like, I just
2: tell it like it is. And yeah, well, your is is stupid.
1: That's not, that's not yeah. an excuse.
0: That's yep. a confession. It's always the people you would expect to yeah. say something like a Holocaust joke that are the ones comparing things to the Holocaust, to tie into the comedian with the Gen X fail sons. Um, mm. It's those guys that are like, oh, come on, it's like, you know, uh, a Holocaust joke, ha, 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 ha. Or, or, like, just, like, race jokes in general, those, those chuds. It's the same Gen yeah. X or, like, boomer um, fail son that's telling you these jokes in a, in a fucking grocery line.
2: Yeah, it's well. What it is is also it's political projection yeah, because yeah. it's it's basically them saying,
0: "Oh my the, God, you're doing the Holocaust. You're
2: the actual. Yeah. You're being the actual racist." You're and being, like this is
0: like, this is actually no, that's quite common you, political discourse among the the people that call themselves apoliticals or say I don't get into yes. Yeah, thank I, you. I was I actually saw, just about to fucking I saw say that that, that oh comment that God. you were talking about uh, yesterday or something like that about. Um, you know, conservatives being the apolitical. Being apolitical
3: is just endorsing the status quo.
0: Yeah, it's, to, to go off of what Dobby, I assume Dobby's saying, it's basically endorsing whatever the standard, like, plights of that that society is. So, you know, it, it essentially means that you're cool with, you know, whatever is ailing society. The way you can say, oh, you know, it doesn't have anything to do with me, so why should I care? That weird barrier, head in yeah. the sand, like, apolitical... Yeah logic that means you're cool with whatever it is so like if if we're engaging in chattel slavery you're like yeah that's i mean that's just how things are
1: oh yeah i'm i'm apolitical apolitical. i I don't really benefit from chattel slavery uh personally but uh, i just want to be like uh, every time i hear someone
0: say that
2: I'm just like, we get it, you fucking, you listen to, like, Theory yeah, of the Dead yep. Man and, Grunch, <laughs> Absolutely. and that's what your outlook is. You're just a fucking loser with shit-tasting Okay, everything. and to get a little niche, yeah, those are
0: the, the Michigan garagers, the guys with a fucking lawn chair sitting in their garage, drinking beer, and listening to the radio. Like, I know that's mm-hmm. really localized, but, like... That is that person.
1: No, honestly, you say you say that, but again, like you're literally just describing the past weekend for me. I oh my fucking god, we we are talking about the same person, and he's everywhere. He is everyone in Michigan. Yep. And, and this is and this isn't to say that
2: like drinking in your garage is no, bad. Cool. It's just like what you're doing and then what you're like. Yeah. No, it's
1: objectively cool. Yeah,
2: it's objectively fun. I I was doing it last. There weekend. are
0: people though that.
2: Fuck you, Sean, for (laughs) making that comparison. There are people, though,
0: here in Michigan that are doing that and have been doing that and not going to work a single day, and you just wonder, like, how they keep up with that. That is the uh, labor aristocracy of, like, the suburban uh, upper middle class of Michigan. Those are the the folks that um, were able to retire early but still live as if, you know, they're living in the woods but they're in the middle of the suburbs. And so, like, that is the guy ranting in his truck. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, that is the guy drinking um, Budweiser's in his garage for 12 hours out of the day. That is the guy that (laughs) mowed his lawn twice today. That is the guy that... um...
1: And then yelled at the minority children. (laughs) That is the guy that's saying, I
0: don't care if you're green, yellow, blue, or purple.
2: (laughs) And then says something about black and black violence. Yeah,
0: exactly. The
1: one that has the, the... exactly. The one that has the percentage sends you a fucking Hodge Hodge Twins uh,
0: video at three in the morning, and that is what we call someone who is from Macomb County. To get really local here, Um, (laughs) Macomb County. We we don't need Macomb County. It
1: can just fall off into the ocean. Macomb County is like (laughs) this weird. Let the let the lakes reclaim it. (laughs) Macomb County is
0: like this weird, like suburban project that was like a prototype to like midwestern suburbia and it just never really changed other than the technologies available and this can be said about a lot of like suburban not only midwestern but just like suburban american um cultures it's just like the way you can look at the mall change over the course of 30 years go from something that's like bustling to something that's like a graveyard that's basically the way that you can view like the micro culture uh within these like Fail Sun suburbanite uh, societies that they've cultivated is like the way the way the mall transitions in, in that time period.
1: Like half of Macomb County was farmland
0: forty yep, years yep. ago. Like
1: when my parents were growing up, like literally where they grew up, uh, there's a road called Romeo Plank. And the reason it's called Romeo Plank is because before we put fucking roads there in the 50s, uh, you would take your horse-drawn carriage down the muddy road and have to literally like drive it along wooden planks, or you would sink into it, because this entire fucking area is a swamp that we thought that we could just build on top of.
0: And now the typical person that lives there is the guy saying that people at McDonald's don't deserve a livable wage um, on on Facebook every day. It's the same guy that you're dealing with.
1: It's always, I, I, I've started to recognize people, like Davi was saying, I need to like stop arguing with people online yeah. and start arguing with them in yeah. person more. <laughs> it's a lot easier to bully them when they realize I'm gigantic. And that's a lot of
2: what we gotta do. Like I, It's actually a lot funner to argue with people in, on online, in like at protest. Yeah, or whatever. Yeah, not even
0: just that, but it's so. like, <laughs> in the wild, you go to a Kroger, you see someone's MAGA hat, you're both reaching for the same Danish in the bakery aisle. And you, you've got plenty <laughs> oh of time to talk so, some shit real quick.
2: So this this, this weekend, um, I was going to go to my friend Josh's house to like drink on his porch yep. and all that, and mm-hmm. some people. And we stopped at uh, Bridge Street Mire, which you eastsiders would not know, but in Grand Rapids, they finally put mm-hmm. a mire on the west side of downtown Grand Rapids, and it's like really convenient and nice and it's like you know meyer price is in the middle of in the middle of the meyer is a walmart and so, yeah Midwest, yeah it basically was for
0: those of you who aren't
2: and, local. Uh, yeah and um we're go- me and my wife are going there and we pull up behind somebody in their like uh they're like ford hatchback and it's completely covered in things that say like trump mm. won 2020 oh, yeah. trump actually won um, it had flags off it it had like uh, the marker painting on the side of the car too and th- it was just like uh recount 2020 yeah. uh, audit everything uh, plan damage yep and, and that like, okay it, it's like it's like what are, what like like these people are like when when uh, when Nirvana killed like Warren's cherry pie. And they just couldn't get over, like, uh, glam yes. metal yes. Um, dying. Yep. And, and it's just like, dude, just stop, man. It's over. Mm-hmm. It's over. And they've been listening
0: to r- rock, classic rock radio stations ever since. You, you guys ever notice yeah. how, like, classic rock radio stations have remained the same our whole lives? Plus or minus a couple early 90s songs now? but um, yeah, yeah, it's the same. You know now that you mentioned yeah, it. Yeah, like what was classic rock yeah. then is classic rock now, even though that shit was only like 10, 15 years old at that time. But if you go back
1: and it's not including yeah. hundreds of different that genres right from the area. right It's like
0: a personification of like the the Gen Xer or like the younger boomer that doesn't mm-hmm. want to like leave the the time that they grew up.
2: Oh, the the Gen Xers music is going to be all like I'm, I'm hesitant to say late '90s, uh, early 2000s. Yeah. It could be even yep. new metal.
1: That's
0: true. <laughs> yep, that's true.
1: No, leftists took uh, took new metal back. It's true. We are taking it, and
2: we're taking it back. We're we're proudly we're gonna start spiking our hair with Kool Aid yeah. color again.
1: Hey, if I had any left, I would.
0: <laughs>
2: well, we're yeah. We're one bring, of those we're bringing days. back eyebrow rings. Damn it. No.
0: Anyway, we're reintroducing uh, the proletarian elements of new metal. Yeah,
2: protracted the protracted people's war <laughs> against Britney Spears and Jessica Simpson resumes again. No, I'm just kidding. Britney Spears is a comrade. Yep. It's been confirmed. I'm just
1: picturing uh, like Jean Co's made out of that green jumpsuit mm-hmm. material.
2: <laughs> God. But yeah, dude i I can't I couldn't believe like people are still going with that gimmick. I mean, I get it if it was if it was like December. But if you're like post January 6th and you're still doing that. Yeah.
0: It's like oh, they
2: you're you're literally those people an eye
0: that um, that have all those bumper stickers. Those aren't old bumper mm. stickers. They keep up with it. Like fridge magnets. Yeah, they. Cuz yeah. I've been seeing like newer related ones where it's like um, my governor's a dumbass, which like I'll have to agree with right-wingers there, but not for the same reason. <laughs> they think yeah. you know obviously you know i don't care for a liberal um but neither do, do they but for a totally different reason um but yeah, yeah it's like it's those boomers in those early gen xers that are like essentially the the guy like i said the guy in the truck renting in a video but also the same people that are like anti-vax that are really conspiratorial um Like, I'll look at some of my cousins that are, you know, like a good 10 to 20 years older than me and, like, the discourse that they have with their peers. And, like, obviously, it's totally different than millennial discourse in the sense that I could, you know, talk about communism, you know, on my Facebook page and, you know, not really get too much flack. However, like, their discourse for these age groups are totally surrounded by, you know, are you guys gonna get the jab? My governor says I have to wear a mask. Blah blah blah, and like weird Alex Jones level conspiracies, and um, and it just almost seems as if the people of that age truly do believe that our water is turning the frogs gay.
2: I mean, it's it's pretty bizarre. Yeah. it's really weird that the Gen X, who's like the first, like the really the first generation that got to like fully utilize mm-hmm. the internet it's like the first generation that's fully succumbed to yeah. it yeah in the sense that they 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 the were Internet the main brainwraps. beneficiaries of its inception mm-hmm. and now are, are the main victims yep. and, and it's weird cuz it's like we it's really weird that like the Gen Xer is becoming worse than the mm-hmm. boomer yeah so many, i've been saying regards. this too like we're seeing it in yep. real time
0: i totally agree on that because it's like if you think about it they still uphold that same labor aristocracy of like shaming somebody who um, is asking for $15 an hour at their local Burger King. like They exhibit that yeah. behavior while simultaneously not receiving the same um, labor benefits that a boomer had because a boomer still had some of those benefits of growing up when leftism wasn't completely eradicated just yet because obviously... Unions and even socialist and communist parties did achieve um, some labor gains in the form of like the eight-hour workday or weekends uh, off, etc., um, which was still prevalent in a lot of jobs by the time uh, boomers entered the workforce. So, like, the, whenever they were in the working class, the way that they, you know, made it out and in into the position that they are today. Does not translate to the current generation. You can't go out to like a shitty job, and expect to get you know a 401k and still have money to pay all your bills left over, and be able to build towards yeah. your retirement. You really don't have any of that shit. So like the Gen X, they're going to be a part of that labor aristocracy while also feeling that capital uh, capital um, alienation, and so they're going to be the conspiracy types. but now, they're conspiracy types with their own small business. And um, I've actually noticed this amongst the small business class that is of that age, because obviously millennials um, really don't uh, own much of the economy. Um, So it typically is that Gen X, that boomer. And when I see them, they they usually have um, some sort of weird-ass conspiracy mindset, except they also have money, like fuck you money, so they can say, go get a job on the local... Um, TV stations Facebook page um, and you see yeah. them in their brand new Ford f-150 pickup truck and sunglasses making a Facebook video
2: yeah yeah I don't uh, it's pretty sad I mean I started I started looking at voter voter trends and seeing that what actually carried uh, a, a good majority of Trump was um, uh, Gen X. And and it, it is pretty disheartening. Yeah,
0: they got nothing <laughs> so. and, and that was exactly the embodiment that Trump had um, because he yeah.
2: well, then again, hold on, like, the, the, the thing is is that the, the mindset because unfortunately, Gen X mindset is just pure. It's births of nihilism. Yeah. Um, and, and that's perfect for Trump. And that that mentality is perfect for for someone like that, where it's like, well, if you don't hear about anything.
0: and that also goes back to the apolitical. He got the apolitical vote. People that might have voted for Obama just because, you know, of the times of that day, or they might not have voted at all. And, like, they haven't – some of them probably have never voted, or some of them probably voted for the first Bush run. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: But yeah, there there was a lot of that. I mean, it seems like on. a
3: good time. This seems like a good time to bring up the fact that small business owners, as are are not generally great no. people.
0: No,
1: I I, they, I actually had this out, conversation. So. I had this conversation with my uh, with my dad earlier today. Actually, I think the um. This isn't a a universal theory by any means. Uh, any means. Uh, I don't think this applies to every single small business owner. I think there are people out there, but they generally form co-ops. Um, who Or, or
2: uh, run their uh, own business as the own the yeah, sole employee. Yeah,
1: yeah, who are okay different. people. Um, but I think there is a certain form of narcissism that comes from thinking that you as an individual can provide a business that doesn't already exist in some other form mm-hmm. better. To yeah. better serve the people yeah. around you. It's like, I, yeah,
2: it's like how many fucking roofing companies do we fucking mm-hmm. need? Like how
3: a
1: hundred percent. It's like holy shit, people. You're at that point. You're just divesting funds away from workers even further by splintering. Yeah.
3: Yep. You know, and at the end of the day, what does the what does a sole proprietor who doesn't work in the business who just hires people? What exactly are they providing? The answer is nothing.
1: Other than raw capital, nothing, and half the time not even that. Yeah. And a
0: then lot of times, they're just middlemen. That's how our, system, that's how our lending
2: system is set up. Where yeah. it's like, they want someone who's like the sole, the sole capital owner, as the the safest investment. They don't want to give it out to like you know worker cooperatives or like a collective of people to like handle the the the, the loan first because some because under their assumption, you know, they think that oh well if we can just pin all uh, collateral on one person. You know, that's going to be better for our investment. And it's like, well, well no, because then you're giving sole person like that's such more of a risk. But anyway, getting back to. Uh, yeah, I think I think I want to hear a politician, which you'll never hear it, except maybe Bernie Sanders. But like you want to hear a politician say, I'm tired of hearing about a small business owners concerns all mm-hmm. the time. I want to hear about the workers. Yeah. Concerns oh, yeah. All You'd never hear that. And and yeah. Like I, I always hear that, like as a small business owner, yeah. as a small business yeah. owner, how am that's I supposed to make a profit? Like, and then I would be like, I don't fucking care. Yeah, that's what are you Yeah, I don't give a shit. <laughs> something that is
0: extremely American is fetishizing the small business owner. And what's ironic yeah. about that is that the existence of a small business owner uh, is either um, a, pr- a direct product of generational wealth and being told you got to go do something you got to own a business or Mm -hmm. it's essentially people who either got lucky or right place right time type of situation and those people they either have like uh, a sweet gig on like a a product that they can like hoard a market with so that they basically make a whole bunch of money but those those exact people are always told, oh, you know, what about the small business owner? You know, what about their needs? Or those are the people that drive local politics, which directly affect you. And, like, it's it's sort of a contradiction that, it, that really em, embellishes um, the true, I guess, uh, importance of these people in the 21st century where monopoly capital essentially renders most of them useless. And um, we could easily just compete with them if we had wanted to using one big-ass, like, tech app that replaces every small business roofer um, throughout the country. You know, Amazon could totally do something along those lines and basically does whenever someone tries to make um, something artistic and sell it on their website. They throw out a copy, you know, the next day that's half the price. And so a lot of these small business owners that we fetishize so much are, are really just completely useless in, in this economy that we currently have. Obviously, you need roofers and uh, infrastructural people. However, you know, most small businesses are, are restaurants or like little boutiques where they basically survive off of, um, you know, just wage theft and paying their employees as yeah. little as possible. Yep,
1: absolutely.
3: I mean, I... I like, I'll be honest, I don't really have any evidence for this or nothing, but I believe that most restaurant owners regularly Absolutely. Really commit wage. Oh yeah.
2: Um, most um, most will say that it's impossible to make money without cheating on your yep. taxes. And it's like that's not true at all. It's not true at all. It's like you don't you just are terrible at what you do and so you have to cheat on your taxes. I mean, I
1: think, um, I think a big problem with the restaurant industry is unnecessary parts, uh, divesting funds, right? Like, it's a lot easier to pay everybody when you don't have um, a money partner investor Mm -hmm. that you have to shell out a huge sum of money to. That you don't have a landlord that you have to pay every Mm -hmm. month, uh, for your rent. Um, if you're even if you're just like purchasing goods, your overhead's not that high. The overhead's everything yep. else. It's the equipment mm-hmm. costs, uh, or for, for especially for rental. If you're able to find equipment for cheap, which good fucking luck, um, even cheap equipment, uh, cheap used equipment is oftentimes uh, pretty prohibitively expensive for people. That's why you see a lot more like food trucks, because it's a lot easier to get that kind of setup than it is to get a full range. Um, yeah,
2: one of my, my friends just started a full tr- food truck in Grand Rapids, but sorry, go ahead.
1: Oh, no, you're fine. Uh, I can talk about the logistics of restaurant operation for too long. uh, So I would rather not. (laughs) (laughs) But basically, the point I'm getting at is, uh, there is a lot of unnecessary overhead in in restaurants. And that's why so many restaurants fail. Uh, Also, it goes back into what I was saying about narcissism. Uh, just because you can open a restaurant does not mean that you should open a restaurant. Uh, yeah, to... I
0: can't stand the, those people that make the argument of start a business at, whenever you complain about capitalism. But they never they yep. never think about like the immediate contradictions that come to mind with that logic. Especially one being, can everybody have their own business? Because obviously <laughs> you got to have nice. workers. So that means somebody is no a yeah. business owner. It's also this. I mean,
2: it's also the same uh, thinking that uh, not everybody can be rich, and not yeah. everybody. Like yep. the whole point of like the whole point of re- real wealth is that there is like, at present, a finite amount mm-hmm. of it, which, and it's like, how are we going to divvy that up? Are we going to divvy it up in a more equitable sense with a proper redistribution, or are we going to allow private people, uh, entities to control, you know, like an aristocracy control vast amounts of it Well people don't get enough they actually just think that we can just oh every all wealth can just be you know and then can can just be just you know you just work hard and everybody's going to be mm-hmm. rich and it's just like no that's not true that's like that's like in, in a way that's like uh inflationary thinking where you devalue everything mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know what i mean
3: also there's side there's this idea that a lot of that a lot of, of these small business types have There's something inher- inherently virtuous yeah, About yep. hard work And there isn't
2: No hard, hard work to To accomplish like a said goal Is great Yeah that's hard, great hard, I've, I, hard, I, for,
1: hard work for the sake of hard work yeah. though You're just I mean, a dummy I mean different. I work in a factory yeah, that nothing. people
2: work hard And then mm-hmm. accomplish yeah. shit And um, Yeah and and that's like their whole fucking identity is that like I get up at, at four in the morning to be at work at five in the morning to work 20, ten hours to make shit wages to uh, and it's like you've been doing that for thirty years, dude. Like, what have you accomplished? I mean, like, is is your you know, or in life, are you off doing any better? I mean, it's it's pretty remarkable. It, it, it's just like it's it's brainwashing that you put on yourself. Yeah. You know, yeah. To, to, as a coping. Hot
0: take person. here, but but any anyone that's, exactly that's working hard does. right now at their job is either a dummy or they had a rough childhood. <laughs> because like <laughs>
2: that's pretty. That's a pretty galaxy tier. Galaxy. I think so, actually. Right there.
0: Because think about it. Who who are you working I mean, I was, for? I was who gonna be like for? Hang on. Why are you working so hard? And um. I work hard because fucking capitalism
2: makes me. All right.
3: You I'm shouldn't sorry. be.
0: You're not goes, taking enough breaks saying. then, dog. I, was, hey, I, I take
3: was, a lot of shit breaks. I was about to be like, hang on, I do actually work hard at my job, but then I'm like, well, I do a shitty yeah, exactly. childhood, so you're right. You,
0: you were inclined to go the extra mile for for nothing, right? Some people have that upbringing, um, which is tough, especially as a kid. Um, but if you didn't have that upbringing, and you're still like, whatever you say, boss, um, you're a dipshit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I suppose so that's my meta hot take.
2: You should have added something about big mommy milkers in there.
1: That <laughs> yeah, my be. favorite power move to
0: hit a shitty boss with is to, uh, quit. yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, yeah, beast. I would take on a whole bunch quit of work and say, Hey, I can get the rest of this free boss. Hey, I can get the rest of this free Steve, and I would just take on everybody's work until so a lot of people just start <clears> relaxing. <throat> and then I walk right out and they're like, Oh shit, you didn't do this?
1: Mm-hmm. Just hit Sean the brakes. He was gonna get
0: this done. Oh shit! What the fuck are we gonna do? And they're all freaking out. And I'm just on my <laughs> way home, you know, smoking a doink, doink. And I'm just like, all in the day's work. <laughs> 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 and you can you can hear my background music as I pan off into the distance. And you know, my old job that I just left is you know the buildings on fire, and it's like a little Looney <laughs> Tunes ending. <laughs> That's
1: happened to me a couple of times, but they were electrical fires. To be fair.
0: Nice. and and ever since then uh, salem has been on a, a watch list
1: <laughs> happened long before that. Yeah. before
3: that I mean I'm sure we're Absolutely. all on watch lists How if not if not they're doing a shitty
0: job <laughs> <laughs> which is, which I, I said this
1: like two episodes ago there is a Dossier on every single podcaster. I of guarantee course. it. It's, it's a... if your shit if your shit goes up on Spotify, yep. they know because having mm-hmm. having Nobody's a podcast to to is us. an
0: admission of guilt. <laughs> 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 it's yeah. an immediate. I um I shouldn't be uh, walking this earth. Signal. Well, Sean,
1: we'll uh we'll hold a vigil for you. Rip. <laughs> rip
0: Rip in peace. Rip right? Rip Podcasters. <laughs>
1: uh. sounds like a good time to wrap up. So as always, uh, this was Rust Bell Radicals. Uh, I'm Salem Alexander. I was joined by Sean Green. Hello, hello. Davi Lebo. Hey. Ray Potts. What, do you, what do you, what's up? <laughs> and Ray Potts' Twitch community. Uh speaking of twitch next uh this upcoming saturday so the saturday after this episode goes live uh we will be doing a a small fundraiser uh for the pcrf i know there has been a ceasefire in palestine but uh that doesn't mean that they don't need help so we're going to be on twitch you can find us at uh twitch.tv eric the owl or twitch.tv slash gorgon those will be in the show notes. Uh, you can find us on Twitter as always. I'm Food on Viet Cong. Sean is Ash Ketchup. Davy is AK Anarchy Kid, and Ray is also uh, Jerek the Owl there as well. Uh, uh, thanks for tuning in. Praise Hell. Raise Dale. Free Palestine.